Welcome to a new episode of To Whatever's Way Up. I am one of your hosts, Seth. I'm here with uh, our resident horror whore. I was, I was gonna also, go into your I was, I was gonna go into your Twitter handle there for a second, but I was like, mm, I, it, it, the brain split, man. <laughs> I was gonna be like horror whore and Star Wars guru. Yes, that's mark. that's where I was headed. I wanted to get the credentials out uh, of the two. We are the two that have the Star Wars tattoos on the episode, as Jesse right. pointed out. Mm. <laughs> Hope is here. Also, Jesse's here. Hello to both of you. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I fumbled that one. Uh, oh let's- God. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're here to talk about um, space fascism. <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate! I, I'm, I'm excited to get into this because I, as let down as I am, I'm also equally like bolstered in a different end that I didn't know I was going to be happy about. But I'm excited to get into this in depth with you two specifically. Um, Hope, you and I haven't talked much about Obi-Wan, so I am very curious. Initial thoughts on this uh, on this fresh new little Star Wars series. I've been building it up. I've been purposely not talking to you so I can just let it all out like a giant bukkake <laughs> with you. Um, <laughs> Trauma dump on me, daddy. <laughs> Damn right. Well, yeah. Uh, so... Obi-Wan, it's one of those things I've been dying for, but also dreading. It's so, such a two-sided coin for me. Again, like you said, I've, I've so let down with some things and so raised with others uh, that, honestly, I'm just glad that, like, they got basically original casting. My man, my man, Ewan, huh will forever live on in my dreams. Uh, guess what, people? Hayden can really act, so how dare you mm-hmm. dump on him back in the early aughts? It wasn't really his can. fault. <laughs> George Lucas is so bad at, like, directing tone. Oh, <laughs> my He's God. so bad at camera direction, actor direction, blocking, basically <laughs> being a director. Lighting-informed scenery. I mean, just, he's... He's a he's a great conceptualist, and I will give him that. He is he's an a, amazing he, conceptualist. He's a great businessman. He knows how to rake in cash, but God, he's awful at making movies. But no, yes, absolutely. Hope Hayden, uh, hope for Hayden. I I love it. Yes, yeah, that's. Oh, I mean, but on the other hand, guess what? It's still owned by Disney, and you know what? They just made about another billion plus dollars just with those episodes, let alone the marketing, let alone the toys, let mm. alone the new attractions that they're going to put up in Disney. Oh, yeah, right. of course. Right. I'm, I'm waiting for the little Lola uh, drone to show up on the market. Oh, somehow. I already told you. It's it's available for pre-order. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. There's already people either pre-ordered it or they, they're I, – I have a lot of friends – Especially out in California, who do, who are a part of like the 501st and who make the armor and everything professionally, who do the droids professionally. And they're like already in the middle of making one themselves, let alone just ordering it. So, right. Yeah, like there's there's no loss on a project like this uh, of any kind. I mean,. let, let, let's give our initial overall 
opinions of the show before we jump into like all the in depth nitty gritty stuff. Like yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll start. It's fine. <laughs> it's I think fine. Jesse. I remember you're like you were like it's fine. Solid B plus. It's fine. Yeah. Because uh, Jesse and I we watched the first five separately, <clears throat> but then we watched the sixth and final episode together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, half of the last episode is pretty good. And half of it's kind of crappy. <laughs> is it the last Jedi half that you don't like? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Did, did, it did you literally notice that, that like th- those scenes are shot very identically? Oh, the, it's the uh, same shit. Same shit. Did you see that yeah. Hayden Christensen got 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 caught saying the last Jedi sucks on camera? Oh no, he got caught saying the last Jedi sucks. <laughs> I was about I to mean, say I was laughing like, my ass off. It, it, I've always been a fan of his. Like, he he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and he's not afraid of it. He doesn't I, have to I, give a shit. They can't fire him. Right. They can't yeah. fire him. He can do anything he wants. For for this fan base, I feel like you have to get a little calloused as those actors. Like, And that's kind of the history of the series, right? Is just the actors kind of dunking on how beneath them this is and still just raking in the cash for it. I just, oh, Alec, it, it yeah. began with Alec Guinness. It began yeah, with I was about him. To say, yeah, he hated Star Wars. He was like, yeah, this is kind of terrible, but you know, they're well, paying was, me for it. He was used to doing like theater and Shakespeare work. And then he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm 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 kind of sad that that is like exactly the state of Star Wars. It's like, well, it was terrible, but we made a lot of money, right? <laughs> I love Star Wars, guys. I promise. <laughs> I have tattoos on me to prove I do. But what about uh, yeah? What what was your uh, emotional reaction to uh, to this content? Hope. What was the uh, what was your kind of takeaway? I kind of had a different takeaway per episode, honestly. Like, I have to break it up per episode. So, obviously, the first one was an emotional gut punch. It brought me back. It made a lot of sense. It showed a lot of different sides. The first episode was beautifully done, I think. Um there was a couple episodes in, in like, the middle, and I'm like, eh, like, I appreciate what you're doing. It's not needed. But then it, it, it came full circle once you got to get into the nitty-gritty with, like, Hayden as Vader and then Ewan as Obi-Wan. It, like, once it got more focalized, it that's when it brought me in. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite reaction I like to tell people for the sixth and last episode was, uh, I didn't realize Disney and Lucasfilm bought Avatar Studios because that's a whole lot of fucking earthbending going on. <laughs> <laughs> the Force isn't just about lifting rocks. No, it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> literally. It's literally about lifting rocks. <laughs> God. Uh, okay, but where's the lie? That's my question. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 What about you, my love, Seth? You know, okay, so so the disappointment is is kind of largely not the fault of the series, so I'm not going to rest it on this series specifically, but my big disappointment is I feel like they really teed up a a way to put a bow on all of this stuff 
and then kind of move on to whatever they're going to be doing next. And I'm a little, I'm a little pissed that they didn't do the like the Sith cloning program that they've been talking about in the Mandalorian and talking about in Rise of Skywalker and True. talking about in True. Force Awakens. And like, I feel like they've been seeding this storyline to be a thing. And like, Leia being involved is great move. Like, that's a perfect set up to like why she trusts Obi-Wan so, you know, uh, fervently in a new hope. Like I I'm I was happy to see that pay off. I just thought it was going to tie in and for it to be this really really loose kind of like story flapping in the wind away from everything. It benefited for that and they really got to get into like the Star Wars is just fascism, guys. Let's be real. And and this was the first series to be able to do that because they were loosened in the wind. But I think it went at the cost of like being able to put a really firm bow on the Skywalker saga and walk away from this era because now it's like, all right, so now there's more questions and there's going to be a season two. And that means more like bullshit about why none of this has been brought up in, in the previous movies and uh, I'm ready to move on from the Skywalkers, so I guess that's why I'm I'm mad at Star Wars for not doing yeah. that. I'm not it, mad it, at it, the series specifically for not doing that, but it could have. It, it, well, that's the problem. I pointed I pointed this out to Hope. I said it's a canon that is trying to add on all of this this lattice work to a frame that was not built to handle it. Well, and like the this period in Star Wars history is meant to be lean it's meant to not be flabby and every yeah. time they add something in it gets flabbier and flabbier and flabbier and it's like why it's is just... no one bringing this shit up like, like right it, <laughs> they already had enough problems with like obi-wan in a new hope now saying well, i never remember owning a droid well, well no you literally owned that one <laughs> I, I love how they just keep <laughs> slipping him droids to not own now too <laughs> Like, to Jesus be Christ. fair, he'd never technically owned R2. He was friends with, it was originally Anakin's, then, you know, it was No, always... no, yeah, it's, it's so not he, technically he's not wrong. lying. He's like, I never owned a droid. <coughs> I was but friends it, it, with, but, but never in, it, owned. Yeah, but it still emotionally feels wrong. Like, did did anybody get um, justice for Hermione Granger vibes in letting Leia be like the um, invoice for droid slavery? I I really oh with the house that was elves like a, and a, shit a, yeah 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 they cut the this house elves thing out of the book. Uh, Jesse, uh, have you read the books actually? Which the one? Harry Potter Harry Potter books? I I think I read three of them and I was kind of like yeah these all feel the same and I just stopped. okay well yeah and you didn't miss anything but there yeah, was I this running so. <laughs> there was this running theme of Hermione being like a, an ally for the house elves because she sees it as slavery and um, they cut it out of the movies like almost entirely and uh, it I was happy to see it within the Star Wars universe because there's an old cracked video about how the droids in Star Wars are basically slaves and it's kind of fucked up. Um, yeah. So it was it was kind of funny to see that play out within a uh, within like canon Star Wars. I actually have been um, I've been reading the Doctor Afra uh, comics. Uh, yeah. And, um, there's two characters that are kind of like evil R two and C three PO. Uh, I love it. Triple Zero mm-hmm. and BT. Um, and they're basically assassination droids. They're kind of like twisted and evil and sociopathic. And they basically break away from their old master, who was Vader, and then Afra takes them, and then they break away from Afra, and now they're their own people, and they've escaped their slavery. 
it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the Doctor Afro comics are actually pretty good. Yeah, they're they're quite good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I guess I guess all of that to say I walked away from it very like warmed to it. There there, there was a lot of little spots that like felt like first pass dialogue that really bugged me at times. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, so, some of those lines were like, are you are you sure this was like the line you want to land on? Um, yes, yes, cousin. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> I I I can I, I I my biggest complaint about this show I gotta get this out of the way. The biggest problem I have with this show, everyone loves her, but I'm sorry, young Leia just does nothing for me because it completely sinks the entire show because it, there's no drama. The, there, anytime there's like a moment of tension or drama, it immediately gets deflated. Like the moment in episode two when she falls off the rooftop and Obi-Wan catches her with the force. And I'm like, oh, is she gonna die? Like, wait a minute. No, she's not gonna die because we see her <laughs> in the other movies. Right. There's no tension, no threat, and there's no point. If it wasn't Leia, like, why does this have to be Leia? Why can't it be anybody else? Well, it has to and- be Leia because she trusts Obi-Wan at the beginning of A New Hope. They have to explain that relationship to some degree. But they, did, now, they didn't have to have a relationship. Why not just say, like, oh, my dad said, hey, trust this guy. He lives on this planet. Like, why do you have to have them integrally linked like that? I... I- Spoon feeding fans. I mean, again, yeah, that, these, are, that's, these are the fans exactly. that demanded Rogue One. Yeah, and that's that's another <laughs> issue. Is it just feels need like I say more? It falls into the camp of things we know, things we're already aware of, and right. it's, it it really hurt the show, in my opinion. Like the only character that Justice actually Justice for under- Bothans. <laughs> <laughs> the only character that's under any threat in the show is Reva, and I have major problems with her characterization as we get into Episode Five. We'll get to that. <laughs> episode oh, episode five of the. I thought you meant Empire, and I was like, <laughs> no, Wait a no, <laughs> no, of the show, you idiot. Jesus. You're about to blow my mind. Oh, <laughs> That's the thing. Is like episode is five. This is Lando's where... mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the biggest issue. Is um, where the show kind of fell apart for me was episode five. But we'll get to that. But mm. the, the, visually, the show's fine. It's fine. It's nothing I, amazing. It's fine. This is one of the, the one of those cases where I love the desaturated look to make it look like a washed out like denim l- cowboy boot kind of. Just it's got that like really grungy western feel to it. I I enjoyed it for this. Yeah, it, it fits here. Yeah. Well, because it's meant to. I mean, a lot of it's centered around desolate lands, shitty places. Um, although in episode six, did you totally get like a foreshadowing to Dagobah feels? Oh, yeah. When they land on that planet. Yeah. <laughs> How convenient that that planet just happened to be there. <laughs> I took a lot of issue with the location for the finale if i'm not gonna it's lie it's way too dark in my opinion that's what i'm it, saying it's it's a foreshadowing to dagobah and because of that it's dark and grungy and i know they're trying to like say oh it's a dark time and they want to probably make the lightsabers extra glowy and all that other shiza but i mean it they so could have been I, a little bit brighter I take I take special offense to things being too dark in sci-fi environments because 
that is your opportunity to have diegetic lighting in any scene when you're on any alien planet. Like moss can grow, creatures can glow, um, you could have lava glowing, you could just have like moonstone, you could have reflect, like the, the possibilities are no man's sky level of endless. Why would you put me in a mud pit to like solo had the same issue. There's like a 20 yeah. minute chunk of solo. That's like literally in a mud pit. And it's like, yeah, guys, we are in space. Show me space stuff. Yeah. Although I will say this fight between Vader and Obi-Wan at the end of episode six is that's what should have happened at the end of episode three. Oh. Not that overblown boisterous 20 minute slap, okay. slap, slap, just lightsaber fight where they're not hurting each other at all. <laughs> Like, that that fight is well executed. Yeah, yeah. Like the I'm just my issue is fully only on the location for the finale. Actually, yeah, it's the visually acting, very ugly. Yeah, the acting in the finale. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good. Good again. Stuff. Like how I like how I said at the beginning, Hayden can act. A lot of people have no idea about some of the indie movies he did back when. Uh, episodes one through three came out, but he did phenomenal in those. But again, yeah. indies in the early aughts weren't anything. Um, and of course, he got so discouraged from all the backlash of Star Wars fans that he he left the acting world for a long time. Yeah, um, didn't he become like a farmer or something like that? What was he doing? Um, I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure what. He was doing in the meantime. I mean, he was still living off royalties. He could have done anything, but oh, none of these um, people need to ever act again. They can, they can right. just not work and they'll be fine. But like he, he can. Act. I did see those movies, um, the indie movies. Like he can act. He has passion. The fact that he could come back to Star Wars and acting at the same time—that's what I loved. I mean. 99% of the time, his face is, like, all you're seeing is just, like, a little portion of his face. The rest yeah. is covered, and he's still emoting and everything through that. That is fucking acting when you when you literally have one quarter of your face showing, and you're still emoting better than most anything in this fucking series of of the actors that have been in the suit i think he's the best physical actor in the suit yeah for sure just yeah. just yeah. fully based off this series i mean he, he really didn't get an opportunity in revenge of the sith you know what i mean so like this is yeah, our he was first on time really like he was on screen for like what 30 seconds <laughs> right if that... and then in in rogue one that was a different body actor right that was a, a fully different performance yeah, yeah because uh he hadn't been asked to come back and until well Ewan was Bullshit. the producer well Ewan was the producer of Obi-Wan so he got to call yeah. the shots whereas yeah. before you know so this is all coming from Ewan's perspective and he's like I'm bringing back my band and I'm like yeah. good for mm -hmm. you yeah no I he killed it he's such a great physical actor in that suit like the the scene I think it's in four um, uh, on Mapuzo, where he's like yanking people out of their homes and shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> wow, this is like Gestapo, Darth Vader, what? Like, and then they gave us that. Just, I'm sorry this this series canonized Darth Vader holding two red lightsabers. 
It it is it has peaked <laughs> coolness, guys. Like you don't get any cooler than this. They won't top that ever again. Well, the and the fact of speaking of physical performance, when he had his, I'm gonna quote unquote very lightly say his fight with Riva. Yeah, that sparring uh, <laughs> session. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, you know, that was that wasn't even like sword fight. That wasn't even saber fight. That was him using his body to fight with her without fighting, so to say. So like how yeah. he manipulated the force and how he acted and used his body. Like be- because you also have to think, not only is he playing Darth Vader, but Vader is literally just a torso. Yeah. So you have to think, he has to think that he has fake legs, fake arms, bodysuit, body armor, all this stuff, and then act like he does on top of being on the, with the force, on top of being power, like, it's it's a lot of layers when you really break it down. There's, um, (laughs) back in college, I read this transhumanist take on Darth Vader that was like, his force power would have increased at the level at which his strength increased by having cybernetic like body parts and so the more powerful the his cybernetics made him feel the more powerful he would have been able to tap into the force and i was like holy shit that's a crazy cool way to look at that <laughs> right because i mean if you think about it, it it gives him more confidence it gives him more power he's right thinking because that's what it before the whole midichlorian shit it it comes down to your <laughs> belief in the force and your own physical power especially with the sith it believe they take on by power and confidence and fear so the greater he feels more powerful the greater the he's channeled in with the the dark side of the force right right so it it all makes sense well, and that retroactively makes Kylo Ren even cooler because the more he believed in the power of Darth Vader, the stronger he was, you know, mm-hmm. catching blaster bolts out of the air and shit like that. That shit was beautiful, I right? will say. Right? Star Wars has its moments. That, that that's the This is why you can't leave. It's hard to leave something that has moments as cool and effortless as that. Um, <laughs> just you also have I Hate Sand, it's coarse and it's rough moments and... You got to take the bad with the good, right? Fucking I am what you made me. (laughs) I could swear I made you about a foot shorter. (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, I... This... I I, I think the ultimate consensus is the show itself was just kind of fine. It should have been a movie. I, I'm so uh, yeah. That I, this this could have been Seth. I'm waiting for you to cut this into a two hour movie. <laughs> like this, there is so much filler in this show. Like I, I need get to it, finish want... my Boba Fett cut too. Yeah, but this dude, this, I got that down to a lean ninety eight minutes too. God damn, dude! Like it, it just looks like he blows through the town. There's no. It's all one day now, so it just looks <laughs> like he blows through the town, and it's awesome. That that's that shows like that's the biggest problem I think with a lot of these Star Wars shows that they feel like these could be films, but the only one that could that needs to be a show is Mandalorian 
because it's it's expanding the world of Star Wars. Like, what mm-hmm. could we do with Star Wars? It's the flag. It's still the flagship show. Boba Fett was expanding the world in terms of like, let's bring it back a, a fan favorite character. Let's give him his own show. But it honestly could have been a movie. Oh, and yeah. this this could have been a film. Like, there's so much filler. Yeah, there's so much nothing in between the somethings and. It just feels like it's there for marketing purposes to maintain viewership on Disney Plus because if we make it into a movie, people will sign up to watch it, then they'll leave. Like it, if you make it a show, people stick around. Well, and I'm I'm I know that also, sounds shady and cynical, but I really do feel like that's what it is. It, so, it, well, it, it, just think about it. It's owned by Disney. It's all this big grand gesture of making money. Because if it came down to just true, nitty-gritty, pure Star Wars for the sake of Star Wars, we wouldn't have half the shit we do today, though. Mm, yeah. See, that's my, my question within all of this is, like, we as fans approach things like Obi-Wan as a sincere presentation from the Star Wars IP, right? Like, we have no other way to read it as the, other than, like, canon and and things like that. I wonder if these Disney Plus series on Disney's end, their point of view on it is that this is like kind of a, a workshop and they're willing to take bad press and people saying like, this is the worst Star Wars has ever been. They'll take all that because they're looking at this as like workshopping for their movies. I'm I'm curious if that's like their internal mindset because I like Deborah Cho is, is like, a perfect example she starts on the mandalorian and now here she is show running obi-wan which is but a much bigger flagship how long is it until there's a deborah cho star wars movie and that's a um, something i'm totally here for but i'm wondering if that's they just look at this space as like oh yeah feel free to fuck up the ip a little bit in here it doesn't really count to us the way the movies do and the, the way like expanding the parks do to us you know what i mean yeah, but but was this show uh, mainly run by um, uh, Filoni and Favreau, or were they not here for this one? No, yeah, this is this is one that they've stepped away from because they're finishing up all of their um, Ahsoka stuff. That's what they're concentrated on. That and I think is the problem here. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like I said before, Ewan was the main producer and forerunner for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because th- I think the problem is that with this show, there's a lot of. Uh, Okay, let's get into the Reva stuff. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let me try to follow the logical through line of this character. Okay, so she was a Padawan at the Jedi Temple and yes. was there when when Anakin was killing everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. she didn't die for some fucking reason. Um, then she becomes a Sith Inquisitor. And gonna say, is... I'm going to say Grogu saved her. <laughs> well, <laughs> Whatever. So she becomes an Inquisitor for the Empire, hunting down Jedi and killing them off, killing off hundreds, maybe thousands of innocent people because she's trying to get close to Darth Vader to kill him because he tried to kill her. And so she's using Obi-Wan to draw Vader out, but there's no real way she would know that Anakin is actually Vader. There's nothing concrete that... Like, she was not on Mustafar when that happened, so she wouldn't know that that's actually him. I just explained all this to you, Jesse. (laughs) No, no, there's no way... I just explained it! There's no way anybody would know this shit. (laughs) 
There's no, no way. I Just because he was it. there killing them doesn't mean that that's the I same guy. I told you, they addressed all the troopers, addressed him as Lord and Darth Vader when they went killing. He already had the title. They weren't going oh, up to him oh, saying, okay. oh, right. Anakin, oh, we're going to kill Jedi now. No, they're like, Lord Vader. I must have. I don't remember. I I need to go back and rewatch it. Granted, the title of Darth Vader before (laughs) the attack on the Jedi temples. Because again, they're not going to say Anakin Skywalker, sir. They're going to because they need to follow a leader in which is Darth Vader. Okay, I will let that one go then. Why explain this to you? But at the same time, the problem is, it's like, oh, she's killing off hundreds, maybe thousands of innocent people just to get to Obi-Wan so Vader can come out so she can sneak up behind him and stab him in the back. That's like blowing up a building just to get one guy and saying the cost is worth it. Do you not know those people Does who this... say that? They're all fucking insane. Guess what? But then we're supposed she's to feel sympathy insane. for her? But then we're supposed to feel sympathy for her at the very end when she doesn't want to kill Luke. And I'm like, what? Why? I'm sorry. I just, this psychologically, this doesn't ring right with me. Seth, oh, you're, not, the, you're the I'm closest one say, to psychologist. I'm not, I'm Tell not me. Saying <laughs> it, I'm not saying it rings right. I'm not saying that her character is a good character. But I think what they're going for is... I I I I mean. Also, isn't there a logic error? This is supposed to doesn't uh, it, didn't this show actually make a uh, Jedi outcast? Uh, not um, what was it uh, Jedi Fallen Order canon to the entire new universe? Yeah, because they Fallen, go to, yes. Fallen Order's canon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so didn't they already have a third sister in that game? Yeah. Where'd that one go? It was the same character. It looks the same in the game. Is that literally the? Is that literally Riva in the game? I believe so. Uh, can we verify that real quick? I'm yeah, checking. I, I'm checking. Because if it's not the same character, then they made a serious mistake. No, yeah, the the Inquisitors, I think, all line up because it's um it's the ninth sister that you fight in Fallen Order. It's not the third sister. Yeah, okay. especially yeah. and uh, the you, ninth you fight the ninth and the seventh. Also, ninth and the seventh also show up in Rebels. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Reva's Reva's not in Fallen Order. No, but uh, you do okay. fight one of uh, a few of the Night Sisters in. Okay. In it. Yeah. Gotcha. I wasn't sure if this was a new character or if this was added or. No. I, yeah. I, this is this is a fully this new is character. New. This is new. Okay. Uh, so so here's my my only issue. You're with thinking of second sister. Second sister. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, my my issue with Reva is like I don't need another Anakin like parallel character I guess which is what she was and that's where I think comes the fact that like it's exactly the same only like flip side is she's just a female version of Anakin that turned good instead of turned bad I guess uh I you know what yeah. I would have really loved in this Obi-Wan show? If we actually got real uh, character analysis of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> that would have been great instead yeah, of the, being the Reva show. <clears throat> the uh, the episode where Zach Braff stabs me in the back um, <laughs> is the closest <laughs> we get to any history for Obi-Wan. Uh, yeah, like everything else just feels so extraneous. Like, like uh, That's another reason why it should never have been Leia in this show because it takes away from developing, you know, 
Obi-Wan. <laughs> can, I, can I just say one thing? It's nothing to really do with Star Wars, but I, I, for the longest time, I've listened to Zach Braff and Donald Faison on their podcasts. I know Donald Faison is a huge Star Wars nerd. The fact that Zach Braff got to be physically on a Star Wars show, who's not even the biggest Star Wars fan, and Donald Faison, who is basically willing to suck anyone's dick in order to get that chance, <laughs> still hasn't gotten that chance. I feel it's a huge slap to the face. Yeah. And I'm like, it's and, funny. And Bill there's Burt. been so many times where Zach has been like, oh, I'll, I'll help you out, buddy. I'm going to get you there, buddy. And then he's like, when a push comes to shove, apparently now he's like, fuck you, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we also address in that episode where the, uh, with the laser gate, like, oh, <laughs> just for fuck's sake, like there is some fucking piss poor direction in the show. And it was oh driving God. me no, nuts. No, you know what I thought of when, when those scenes happened? So when those <laughs> scenes happened, the only thing I could think of, I went straight back to my childhood. Seth, you might be on board with me. I don't know. Jesse, I know you won't be. Um, so to any of you Pokemon lovers out there, when you play the Pokemon games, mm -hmm. especially in our childhood, <laughs> there would be parts where it was like, oh, you can't get to this vast forest filled with trees that you've normally been walking around because there's one tree you have to cut down that you should be able to step <laughs> over. Oh, that's there's how one woods pathway. Work. There's one <laughs> pathway that's blocked by a Snorlax that you can't get around. <laughs> what? Just walk yeah. around it. So I went straight back to my childhood playing the original Pokemon games. That's what it made me think of. I'm fairly certain that that laser gate was meant to be in like a canyon or something like that, but they couldn't secure a canyon for filming. This was all filmed in L.A. This was yeah. not none of this was in uh, Atlanta. None of this was out in Tunisia where they originally shot episode four. This was all L.A. So I feel like this was just the location that they could afford in the location that they had. Yeah. But if that's the case, just make it a different thing like or just don't have it <laughs> guys or, or if they're gonna do that make it like a great dam not just like a small little gate or something right like right if peter jackson is gonna do a miniature of the black gates then like you guys can do that too yeah like i understand like this budget for this show was tight but eh, you could you could spare a little more money that or they could have like they could have had like guard towers on either side or something. Just anything like, other than what they did. <laughs> yeah. Where he's literally look look at this fucking photo I dropped into the chat, guys. Like I can literally walk around it. God damn it. <laughs> oh my god. It's just the, yeah. the hover car won't float around it. I can't drive around the thing. Why did he not take the truck? Oh yeah. But, dude, for as much as I like Ewan McGregor's performance in the show, he does a lot of really stupid shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, like, so like, like Obi-Wan Obi -Wan is like, yes, when it comes time for Luke to be trained, he must be trained. Well, have you been keeping up with your Jedi training there, Obi-Wan? Nah, I kind of slacked off. Oh, well, you're probably not qualified to be doing that, are you? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Well, well, Jesse, remember the video I sent you, and it was like, but how oh, did yeah. this happen? Why did this happen? Because Star because Wars. Because Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and like, he's like that was oh, the um, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like that's the last Jedi moment. It's like why is the Star Destroyer go after Obi Wan, but does not go after the the uh, the escape craft? Like, 
don't those things have uh, have uh, Tie Fighters in them? You could literally just launch all fighters. Like it's the same problem as Last Jedi. I can solve the problem in three minutes. Launch all fighters. Done. They they really lampshaded that moment hard too. When it was like, this is exactly what Anakin's gonna do. And then they cut over to the ship, and it's like, follow Kenobi. And it's like, oh my god. Oh god. And yeah. then the other issue is. Then when Obi-Wan leaves the planet, it's like, oh, he has hyperdrive on that thing. Wait, what? He had hyperdrive, and they say that the other ship was broken. You couldn't get anybody else off that ship. Right. Motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's little, it's like, I, I'm willing to forgive a few things here and there. Like, you know, Star Wars logic, like, you know, Luke flies from Hoth to Dagobah in an X-Wing, whatever, it's fine. Right. But it's when they start stacking up. That's when I have a problem. Like, the number of inconsistencies, the number of logic errors. Like, why is it that Vader doesn't just, like, just, like, capture Obi-Wan in episode three or four, mm. whenever they first fight? Like, why doesn't he just, like, knock him out and then just takes him to his ship just to torture him? Like, that would have been more interesting. It would give you, like, time for the. How many times do these two characters actually stand together in the same room? Oh man, I'm, I was actually just discussing with somebody if uh, if you and McGregor and um, uh, Liam Neeson actually saw each other at any point during this. Oh, I highly doubt it. I oh, highly yeah. doubt that, it. Yeah, you, you know he just like showed they like slapped on some. They went to like Liam Neeson's backyard or something, slapped some shit on real quick, and then threw it into editing. Like, <laughs> and let me put this beard on. <laughs> oh god i will say this show has been great for memes oh yeah dude any star wars is good for memes honestly i'm shocked that um rogue one has it been memed more well because it's kind of a boring movie i loved rogue one it uh it's 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 really really well shot it's very dry is the problem that, like, there's not a lot of things you can make fun of. Like, what do you make fun of? Oh, yeah, the genocide of uh, of Jeddah. Like, what's there to make fun of? You know, it's like, what what do I what do we make fun? Like, what could I parody? Bookily. What 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 could I parody in in this? Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it it is a little nihilistic to pull memes out of. I yeah, there's say, just, with, with not nothing, enough. not everything is like. For meme entertainment, like some stories <laughs> just need to be told. Everything's memeable hope. Everything. <laughs> I'm just saying, not a lot of memes because all your memes are going to come from K2SO. <laughs> That's true. There were a lot of K2SO memes for a minute. I'm here to help you. Smack. <laughs> did you not know that was me? <laughs> How did you know that was me? <laughs> I was about to say, well, I actually have a. Um, a t uh, a tank top, and because Alan Tudyk plays K two, and oh, then yeah. um, he was also Wash from Firefly, and it was like oh, yeah, K two, uh, he is K, he's K two, but in one of like Wash's Hawaiian shirts, playing with dinosaurs, and he's like, "There's a hundred percent chance of betrayal," and, <laughs> and I was like, yes. "Yeah, I've seen that one. That's yeah. funny. Well, yeah, like you see me wear the shirt, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah." 
You know, yeah. you know the character that they should have really focused in on instead of Riva as they think about it? Tala. I love a defecting uh, fascist. Like, that's yes. an interesting story to me. And she really shined for a minute there. I I would have taken a lot more of Tala. Yeah, oh, I, I just yeah. feel like the the Reva just it just feels like distraction from the main story. Like I don't care if you're gonna try to assassinate him because I know you're not going to. <laughs> Again, there's no drama. Like I just don't. It this wasn't is needed. A, it's not needed. It all feels like a filler. Like this whole show feels like filler when you didn't need this. It's it's. It's it's filler, but not in the good way. It's not as good as the stuff they put in Twinkies. So Ooh. you know, it's it's kind of frustrating to sit through because I felt like, what's the point? Arguably, I think the way to you know, have- you know what you know what reminds me of, and this is going to sound really bad. It reminds me of the Halo show. It's to show off the health of the IP. Like, hey, here's more <laughs> Star Wars stuff. Like- one of one of those uh, health reports came back um, mortal. <laughs> I won't say which one, but you can probably guess. Uh huh. Jeez. God. Oh fuck Halo. God. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. No, I think arguably this should have. Again, un- unless what my theory from before is correct, and this is just their workshop area. If if they want their Disney Plus series to be taken more seriously, they need to start making things that have to be series, and not these like. Extra elongated long, films. Yeah. yeah, like chapter movies. Um when we can chop this stuff up ourselves and make it better, that's that's when you got a problem. Right. And like yeah, it's like it, you I could cut so much from this entire show. It it's frustrating that like this easily <clears throat> could have been like the the whole story conceptually could have been Obi-Wan got involved in getting kids safe from the empire. That was what he was doing and why he was camped out in Tatooine and and like he could have been the the center of the push of the story of save these kids maybe that's how Leia pops back up onto his radar if you have to bring her back into the story again you're doing the the Sith clone thing but like it works as a movie you can really dial it into a movie I was about to say if he was truly the the character uh Camille was playing like if he was doing that instead of just exactly with exactly yeah uh, th- that as like the center of a movie with, you know, because you can still have your climactic finale, though I would have included a little more glowingness to the environment so we can see what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Right. Um, like, yeah, I it, it definitely functions as a movie. And I, I think it's disappointing that Moon Knight is the only thing that they've made so far that should be a series. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Miss Marvel, I have been watching that and it does function very well as a series. I haven't even started it yet. I'm going to wait for that one to be all out, and I'm just going to binge it. So. It uh, it feels a little sidelined. I'm not going to lie. As far as what they seem to be allowed to talk about and touch on, it feels a little sidelined to me. It's probably the character and the contents. They probably just like, yeah, we're not going to go in for that because we're Disney. It's like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I hate to be so cynical about the House of Mouse, but... Um, it makes it so easy to, dude. It, it's. I, I think it's especially frustrating. It, like I said at the top, there there was a lot that I did like in here, and and you know them. I always love going in on like like doubling down on on the effect when when you have to reflect with your deepest two characters, Obi Wan and Anakin, reflecting on what the series is about too, and it is space fascism like i wasn't kidding at the beginning um and i love that like the way they shoot the empire's symbol 
is exactly how you shoot the Nazi symbol. You know what I mean? Like there's a cinematic language of strife in here that I, I'm really, really happy to see play out. It's just really hard to see it play out under Disney. Like that that's that's what's yeah. so frustrating. It's like Amazon doing uh shit about, you know, communism. It's like, oh my God, this is like so fucked up to watch on some level. But you're gonna watch it because it's your favorite thing. Well, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, what about it's the boys? The world we what? Live in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we will no. talk about we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. Do, exactly. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna ring the same bell again. It's like I love that this show is taking a a look at you know media in America and how we worship superheroes and and all of that sh- and like censorship. That's another big aspect of that show. After watching the Hero Gasm episode, um, oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah so but it's it's the same thing it's like yeah but it's made by amazon so it's like is it at what level is it really inquisitive about this S- severance with on apple tv it's a oh yeah a very yeah. anti-capitalist series i really really love it but at the end of the day it's made by apple um, and they got busted for uh poor business practices yeah, yeah. The very thing the show is about they got busted for <laughs> exactly <laughs> like you fucking idiots God, and, and, and imagine them shooting season two and the lighting being like, yeah, this is my uh, my innie on the show. The people that don't have any free will are called innies and they call their <laughs> their free selves outies. Um, <laughs> like, dude, that's they're going to be walking around set saying that. And like, I hope somebody says it to Ben Stiller's face. It's like, oh, uh, Ben Stiller's innies pretty cool. But dude, his outies a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would be that guy, but I would get fired. And, and you mm. know, if worth Ben it. Stiller fires you, you're fired forever. Oh yeah, God, yeah, it. worth it, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. it's hard to not read that show as a cry for help from Scientology. And I'm like, oh yeah, dude, do you need help, buddy? Like, is it bad? Blink over twice, there? <laughs> blink twice if you're begging for help. Oh, j- right. the Scientology lens on that show. Anyways, I'm so far away from Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's another thing I want to bring up is that the show itself is because it's so long because it's what is it six episodes? It it feels like there's not a lot to really talk about. You know, like yeah, like each, remember the, each remember episode the, is just kind the, of like building on the emotion of the last one and and kind of like remember this from last week. Now we're gonna yeah. expand on it this way. Remember that chase across the rooftop? That was kind of cool. Like, remember when Anakin, you know, snapped that dude's neck? That was kind of cool. I remember. I remember, but it just—it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of like thematic depth or emotional depth because I'm not invested with the Reva character, and the show has a mountain of direction problems, and also it should have been an Obi Wan Kenobi show, and it becomes more of the Reva Leia show. Now I'm not saying that these are these are uninteresting things you could talk about. Like you could totally do shows about these characters, but you need some better writing to make it work. Yeah, the the first and like Leia, writing... Leia, Leia becomes like Ray in the Force Awakens, where it's like instant genius character. I listen you and and you know I will go to bat for Ray. It was hard those introductory lines from Leia at that party where she oh, just like that was awful. She turns into Doctor House and just undresses that character with her with yeah. her words, and it was not, like 
Yeah. Holy shit, you're 10 years old. That is not how 10 year old, like, and, and if we would have seen her getting that, like, from her dad, like, watching him do it in a political situation and then picking up, you know, kind of the framework from it and then applying it to her, to her situation, then I'm, like, on board. I'm, like, seeing how she learned to be political as a young kid and and like that makes more sense but to me, without but, any background whatsoever just like, swinging out the gate with it and i was like oh wow okay this feels like first pass dialogue i like what's happening here but this feels like first pass dialogue yeah like i know it's i know it's very difficult to write dialogue for kids Ooh. but at the same time maybe just get a writer that's better at writing children's material <laughs> right like why does leia need to be a genius like why why can't she just be ten years old? Well, and and we know that young actress is good too because she's been on those um, haunting of Hill House shows. Yeah, yeah, she's not a bad actress. It's just that the the the, the lines are really clumsy. They're just very it's, clumsy at places. Clumsy, and, clunky, yeah, and it's... and then some of them are absolute homers too. Like Anakin's last lines to Obi Wan, dude. Oh that's my like God. that punch me straight in the, in the yes. dick. Good writing. So that's why it's yeah. so frustrating to see like. The places that really didn't get a dusting over, and, it, and and that's why it makes me wonder: is this like a a workshop situation where they're kind of rushing through different aspects and like, oh, this this reads feminist, good enough. This reads into uh, intelligent kid, good enough. And it's like, oh my god, okay, but like, give me one more run past that line real quick so it's at least natural. Yeah, it feels like ticking boxes in order to workshop whoever is going to go into season two. Right, yeah. Like, are we? maybe they'll bring Leia back for season two. You know, maybe they'll do something. Well, here's the thing. Uh, If I can venture into Rebels territory a little bit. Please, yes. um, If you're, I know, Jesse, you haven't completely watched Rebels just yet. um, I'm still at the end of season one. Yeah, yeah, I'm still working so, on it. So there are episodes with Leia in them. And they fall into when she's a little bit older, not quite episode four, but not but after the Obi-Wan series has taken place. So in that middle ground. And she's fully on board with the whole Rebel Alliance cause. She is one of the pivotal parts. She works with Ahsoka as Fulcrum Mm. in these things. So my guess, like with the Obi-Wan series, as it's, it's a jumping off point to bring Leia into Ahsoka. Because I don't think they want Obi-Wan as this pivotal thing. This is a jumping point. And that's why Dave Filoni and uh, Kevin Feige and all that, they're working on Ahsoka. Because I think Ahsoka is going to be the next big thing. Because mm. not only does Ahsoka yeah. tie into uh, the Mandalorian, not only does it tie into Obi-Wan, not only does it tie into Rebels and the movies. Like uh, Ahsoka truly not only is the greatest child Dave Filoni ever birthed, but Ahsoka is like such a pivotal part of not only the skywalker but the entire star wars universe holy she goes beyond it so i think all in all obi-wan is an obi-wan obi-wan is lending a name to jump to ahsoka and that's why i have to take everything with a grain of salt because they're Mm. just making this a 
diving platform for Ahsoka. Also, that's Maul my two cents. Spo- and yeah, Maul also- is supposed to be because Maul. Again, if you pivot back to Rebels, Ahsoka yeah. actually deals with Maul in so many more ways than anybody else. And then mm. Maul meets back up at one of the gut-wrenching scenes is when Obi-Wan is... This might be... The, the timeline at the time might be like just a few years before Obi-Wan takes Luke under his wing. Uh, again, a little after the series, but before episode four, where Maul meets up with Obi-Wan on Tatooine. They have their last fight, and Maul is in Obi's arms, and he is crying. Spoilers, Jesse. Uh, he, and he is literally, like, crying, and he's like, what was this all for, Obi-Wan? And he, and he looks up, and then uh, he was like, they're supposed to be chosen one, and, and Obi-Wan's like, look, I found him. And he's like, is he the true one this time? And he's like, yes, he is the true one now. And then Maul's like, I hope he gives justice for us after what we have been through. Mm. And I was like, fuck. <clears throat> Damn. And it's just like, oh, fuck, man. It is that. See, see, this is why I think everything's just a build up to Ahsoka. Because Ahsoka. Well, I was going to say, Maul has been photographed on the set of Ahsoka. That's what I'm saying. Everything's been yeah, built they, up for it's Ahsoka. proven he's he's in, he's in the show. Well, yeah. I guess I guess this definitely proves my workshop theory then, because they're just trying to adopt the Marvel thing, right? So Ahsoka is their Avengers. Obi Wan was their Captain America. Uh, Boba Fett was their you know goofy Thor thing. They have the Mandalorian as their Iron Man. Like they're just workshopping the Marvel shit in Star Wars right now. That's all they're doing. Yes. I'm here no, for that's, it. All right, that's a hundred percent. And that's what I think they're doing because they know there's a bigger picture. And, and yeah, it, it's kind of clunky and I get it, but it I feel like it's going to pay off in the end once we see the, the Infinity War of the Star <laughs> Wars universe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's, that's what I'm thinking. Interesting. So I guess in 10 years, we'll be looking at a bunch of... Uh, Star Wars movies leading into a big Star Wars team up movie. Right. <laughs> hey, but, I, mean, I mean, it yeah. might sound silly, but I'll I'll see you guys in 2032 and uh we can all take bets and and who do you think's going to be closer to right? Um I'm going to strongly bet on myself. <laughs> I I I I would really hope if if they do that, they use like the Infinity Stones to jump to another fucking universe so we can get away from the sequel trilogy and just pretend it never happened. <laughs> no, just, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if they're workshopping it here with this stuff, it's probably to launch their like a new line of IP um, w- with different tones and things like that to see how they mix. If, if Ahsoka is what, what Hope is saying, it's got, a, it's, it's got a big balancing act of tones to do, and so I think that that's... Um, gonna work out for them at the end but i can definitely see them applying that to movies in the future yeah i mean we'll see what happens but yeah i mean with obi-wan season two it's like i i just feel like it's it's gonna be more of the same 
It's going to be probably six to eight episodes, <laughs> a lot of filler. I'm here for the six episode thing. It, like, if you got to do series, yeah. six episodes, thank Christ. Yeah. 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 No, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. All right. I have a question. Because, I have an answer. Well, because the this whole, we were saying like workshopping, you know, like pulling in characters, mm-hmm. throwing in stuff, like seeing what works, mm-hmm. like shotgunning all this stuff to see what sticks to the wall. Yep. Um, what character from Extended Lore would you all like to see brought into the universe? Oh, my I know God. mine. Yeah, it, I got mine. Uh, what is Are you going to say want? Dash Rendar? <laughs> no. Got not fucking dead. De- Wanna be Han Solo? No, thank you. <laughs> now, by not extended Han- universe, do we are we saying from the shows, from anything, lore, from anything. comics, legends, I, anything? I want Ezra. Damn it! <laughs> from Rebels? Yes. <laughs> well, I think I think Ezra is supposed to be in Ahsoka. I think they're trying to tie that back in because he's because the Ahsoka is supposed she's after Thrawn. Doesn't Ezra run away with Thrawn at the end of Rebels or something like that? He doesn't run away with him. So Ezra's story is left incomplete. Okay. Because Rebels got canceled, to complete, wasn't it? I, I don't know. I just want them to... Basically, I just want them to complete Rebels. Mm. That's what I want. There's well, that's a, what, That was honestly... That, honestly, that was like the best thing I had seen from Star Wars since the original trilogy was Rebels. Not even gonna lie. And I want more. I just need more. And I I'm, need more Kit Fisto, even though he's dead. Shut up. I know. Just give me more Kit Fisto. <laughs> you, you know how did, how, he, how did he die? Uh, the em- emperor killed him. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, fuck. We don't well, talk means... about his death. We talk about his life. <laughs> we celebrate his life. Um, I so... mean, you know, fuck it. We'll just pretend. Like they keep saying that Mace Windu is somehow still fucking alive. Fuck it. These kids, these are like superheroes. They yep. can be killed off and they just come back. Fuck yep. it. Who cares? We so... like this character. We're bringing them back. How'd they bring them back? Fucking magic. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Star Wars logic. It's because why? Because because Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. I... I have a really funny sentence from the Obi-Wan Wikipedia page. I, oh, I, don't, I don't know why it's making me giggle like this. Please uh, do tell. This is from the cast section. Um, mm. Grant Feely appears as Luke Skywalker, Anakin's son. Oh, <laughs> the main character from Star Wars? What? <laughs> Like, explaining that it's Anakin's son, it's like, oh, wow, we are really that far away from the first one, aren't we? Oh, my God. Luke Skywalker, you know, Anakin's son, because we've seen Anakin more recently in the movies than we have. Oh, Oh, that's funny. That's fucking funny. Oh, my God. Just think about that any, any other way. Like, Iron Man... Timothy Downing Jr.'s son. It's like, right. There was a, an article that came out. I can't remember what website it was. It was some of those, I think it was comicbook.com, a bullshit website, but basically said, why didn't Obi-Wan kill Anakin at the end of episode six? And I'm like, wow, <laughs> if clickbait could literally just be a single sentence. Right. This is it. Right. Come on, you fucking idiots. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Uh, but who do you want from extended lore brought in, Seth? <sighs> Man... Anything. Anything is on the table. Yeah, you know, so, okay, there, there is one thing I want from Extended Lore, and this this is going to make all the worst Star Wars fans cheer, but it's a moment from one of the EU books where Luke Skywalker saves the day 
by flying a broken Millennium Falcon. Its engines are down. He Uh, flies it with the force and operates its guns independently. Yes, yes, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Just totally saves the day. And I think I think that was um, I forget which book it was from. Anyways, I want that moment. Uh, I want a moment like that where a Jedi like goes out like a badass, like operating, you know, a, a ship that we love uh, just using the force. I think that would be so cool. That's what I want from extended Laura. I, just that moment. Just that moment. Yeah, just that. That's that's the peak of what I want from the force. I don't need anything else from the force than that. <laughs> Actually, actually, um, I can I I take it back. There <laughs> is um someone else I do want, and it's purely just to piss off. Um, Don't you dare say Jar Jar. No, I was gonna say <laughs> piss off Lucas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who is it? So, uh, God damn it. I'm trying to think. Hold on. Just give me two seconds. Oh, no. Can I change mine? I want to, I want to make something from the, um, from the Star Wars, uh, holiday special (laughs) canon again. I want, I I want the sex VR that, that, oh, no. That's it. That's what I'm choosing. So, um, (laughs) I so I I, I changed my mind ju- just so I can piss Lucas off. This is straight up just to piss Lucas off. Let me get some Mara Jade. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh there you yeah. Go. There you go. Let me get some Mara Jade and then <laughs> just to piss Lucas off. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. If we're doubling down, I'll go. I'll bring back Luke. Luke with two U's. <laughs> his evil clone jesse who would you bring back uh oh i think you know mine's kyle katarn oh kyle katarn that is a good one mary jade and kyle yeah. katarn those are the correct answers i think yeah because there's uh was it rahul coley has he wants to do oh, Star Wars. Yeah. don't tease been, me like that poppy oh my there's, god there's been that there's been that fan art of him going ar- of him going around as um as Kyle Katarn. Oh, like, god damn Flanag- don't tease me like that and, and hasn't mike flanagan for years been like gimme 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 star wars yeah he's oh dude he wants oh, yeah, to do no, horror in, in star begging. wars and that's, that's what i would yeah. love and if he did a darth vader series and that and hayden hayden is on board uh, we need to make like a. We need. I'm gonna pull a Bojack reference. Let's get Princess Carolyn on the phone. Yes. Let's yes. have her set <laughs> up a, a hobnobbing party. Get Hayden Christensen and Mike Flanagan together, and let's make a Darth Vader series. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they, needs to they, happen. They could adapt the comics. I've actually been reading the Darth Vader comics. Yeah. Um, and uh, the story of the comics is that he's trying to find out. It's right after that his no in Revenge of the yes. Sith. It's literally yeah, right yeah. after that. And it's all about him finding out what happened to Padme and finding out the Emperor lied to him. Yep. Oh. It's all about that and trying to find her body. And he, he ends up bumping into the, um, what was the Imperial Guard that uh, Kira Knightley was a part of in episode one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, basically yeah, yeah. they 
they're kind of like the beginning of the rebels and he's kind of teams up with them to find out what happened to Padme and when he does find out he just kills everybody <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> he just fucking kills everyone say, it's it's dark it's super psychological dark. <laughs> thriller uh, like yeah. dude D- it's Darth Vader through Jacob's ladder holy shit the death yeah. of Anakin as he's going out yeah. and Darth Vader's assuming control yeah oh. and it's also that's also the place you could put in Dr. Afra because they kind of team up because he helps her uh she helps him find out what happened to uh, Padme. Oh yes. man, I yes, would. Yes, go- yes. I would love to go so conceptual with that. That's like a Darren say, Aronofsky Doc- kind of project. Say, yeah, and uh, Doctor Farrow is like one of the few people in the universe he Darth Vader actually kind of respects too. Oh wow, mm-hmm. cool. He does try to kill her, but he does respect her. <laughs> and that's well. the thing. He's like, I hate you, but I respect you. It's one Anakin of those, tries like- to kill every single person he loves. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's just you know par for the course. <laughs> There's a fan theory that he straight up killed his mother with the force when he found her uh, that she could have survived that if he'd have used force healing, but he actually just snuffed oh, her out instead. Oh, don't even bother bringing in Rise of Skywalker bullshit. No, 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 no. This is Attack of the Clones bullshit. I know, but the, the the force healing stuff is like that's video game shit. That's there for video game logic. It doesn't that that breaks well, that breaks does it. it. I don't know. Oh, if only I don't know. if only if only Obi Wan was able to do that to save Qui Gon. Oh no! But the, here's the thing, though. Like the force healing, it's one of those things not everyone can do. Just like how Yoda was like 900 before he could even become one with the force, like Qui Gon. It's not something every Jedi can do. It, it's one of those like special traits, so to say. Well, they you know? kind of lampshaded that with Qui Gon too at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and said that that had hit, been like his pet project, basically. Um, the the being able like to come back as a mad science ghost. experiment. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love that angle on Qui Gon Jinn. I'm not gonna lie. It like Doctor Javago kind of uh, angle. I think it works for him in a in a mm. cool way. Well, he was such he he was the rebel before there was a rebel alliance, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it it does go with him, and and that's that's another thing with like the force healing and you know all this other stuff. It's it's I I let those things slide because mm. for such a long time, like there was such like a norm. For things you didn't go against the norm because there's no reason to go against the norm. Yeah, and Qui Gon's like, I'm bored. Let's stir things up. <laughs> um, and there's, <laughs> and that's really what it comes down to. So I can forgive now. Ray knowing Force healing, okay, that's a bit of stretch. But like <laughs> with with Grogu knowing it, the his species, like him and Yoda's species, is already so much more in tune with the Force just because of what their species is. I like every single one of their species is is very powerful with the Force. So not- Grogu, I feel like being so pure of heart, that's fine for him to have Force healing. N- not to get too like Star Wars nerdy up in here. I've always <laughs> had an issue with genetic predispositioning to the force in star wars it's always just kind of smacked of like D eugenics shit to me 
I, I don't I don't know if that's just me, but it's always been a weird like why is that an important thing? Like why are we adding that into our our species backgrounds? Like how magical they are in this system? I just it, it's it's always been an odd one to me. I, I've always preferred the idea that the force is based on like like willpower and like like consciousness expansion because um, that that way midi chlorians could like could still be counted but don't really affect anything i that that's where i always ended up on it but well i mean you could say the same thing about anything there's look at the tibetan monks i feel like they're the most spiritually clandestine people out there and they just all happen to you know it, it's just how they're being raised and brought up it is a way of life just like Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm totally down for like cultural connections to the force being like And that's what I think it it comes down to is like maybe because of the culture. Yeah. His, their race. There's already so few of their race as it is that their culture embraces it. And that's I do, what I'm thinking. I do love that in Star Wars that all the racism is cross species. They don't have like interspecies racism anymore. Oh yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of what Star Trek kind of became, unfortunately? That's what all of them become at a certain point, uh, unless you're yeah. the Orville and decide to go the route of all of the a- aliens are sexually interchangeable, which I really love. <laughs> <laughs> that that adds an element of like, oh, okay, so like speciesism is about to get bred out. All right, that's cool and weird. I there love the Orville. Dude, it's have so you been good. watching the new series? Yes. Oh. The, the I haven't seen the the latest episode. The last one was a cliffhanger where his he's got a half human, half alien kid now. <laughs> dude, I'm here for it. I'm dude. I, they're doing legit Star Trek now. They just were they just doubled down. They're like, oh no, we're just the new Star Trek. Fuck them. We're gonna do what well, Next the, Gen was the episode, doing. The episode before that, they were doing. They did like a Twilight Zone episode, and they yeah. did another episode. Like I was like, "All right, we're getting into some crazy shit," oh, and dude, I'm, I'm down. I'm they, down. They took that. They took that Hulu money, and they said, "Listen, hour long episodes. Yeah, we're making movies, baby." And they just yes. ran with it. Um, yeah. So that's my that's my review of Obi Wan. Watch the Orville instead. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's the show is fine. The it, it's. It's the weakest of all the live action shows so far. You know, Mandalorian's still top of the heap. Boba Fett is just below it. And then you have this at the bottom, which is, it's, it, but there is. Oh, you worse think this television. was worse than Boba Fett? Yes. Ooh, because Boba Fett, at least, Boba Fett, at least, uh, brought back a fan favorite character that everyone kind of was like, yeah, when's he coming back? Yeah, Jango It was like Fett. a demand. <laughs> Yeah, well, there was a demand for it. Like, I didn't really need to watch the Obi Wan show. Uh, like, yeah, if you really think, like, whereas with oh, with Boba Fett, it felt like not only is it also, but also it's like it's leading into season three of Mandalorian, so you kind of have to watch it. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, also it expanded the universe in a way. It, it expanded his story. It gave him some depth. This didn't like. There's nothing in this show that you could not have already inferred happened. <laughs> true true like yeah yeah there's not like i could have just inferred all this and be like oh yeah that's probably what happened like it's it's one of those things we know things we're aware of just being shown on screen yeah you know it's it's there's no growth of canon it's like i said it's it's 
it's putting on extra lattice work to a frame that's not built to handle it. Mm. Like adding this in makes it worse because there's always questions of, well, why didn't this character remember that? Well, why didn't this? Like, I hate to be that lore whore bastard that has to bring all that shit up, but <laughs> we got a horror becoming... whore and a lore whore. I'm here for it. <laughs> it's... What's but your whoredom, this... Seth? Damn, people. <laughs> I'm just a whore. Yeah. yeah. Trifecta. But... My point is, it's just becoming kind of obnoxious at this point. Oh, you know what? Like, why is this time frame so fucking important? Speaking of obnoxious things, Tatooine, again, I'm sorry to harp on this for the third series in a row, but when the fuck are we getting away from the suburbs of Arizona, guys? There's so (laughs) much more galaxy to see. If we ever get Kyle Katarn to show up, if they go to Tatooine, I'm immediately turning it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. I don't need to see what the desert looks Dude, like. I don't need I, I don't want to see Tatooine again until it's like a metropolis in the desert and there's a I new city to explore the- there. Like, I don't care about Tatooine anymore. I don't want to see it until they blow the fucking thing up. Right. Oh, yeah. That's where the next rebel base needs to be. Uh, yeah. Do not yeah. let me direct anything in Star Wars. That is the first opening, sc- opening scene. Tatooine. Gone. Blows up. Tatooine's the new Jedi. Uh, just the, I can just see all the Star Wars fans being like, no, the star- the lightsabers that are buried there. You'll never see them again. <laughs> Fuck you. Have you seen that? Did you see that meme I posted where some guys walking around with a metal detector seeing like, and all 45 different lightsabers found in the yes. sand? Yes. <laughs> Why the fuck is that so important to bury your lightsaber? Like, shouldn't it be better to just like chuck the thing in the water or just disassemble it? Like, but you could probably use that for other shit. Like it, it's just so stupid to me, you know. I, know, I just, I, I just, I picture. Um, it's not the, fucking Excalibur, dude. No, I just, I just picture. The the dude uh from episode seven and he's like oh half portion <laughs> like he just has so many at this point he's yeah. like eh, half a por- uh, quarter portion <laughs> like he, he literally does the Luke Skywalker thing just chucks over his shoulder just lands in a giant bin well, and, filled with them you know exactly. <laughs> it also like they've they've got it set up to have a really beautiful symmetry to it if like when when a, a force user goes to give up their lightsaber if they have to use the force to break the kyber crystal and that severs their link to the force until they go through the kyber 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 crystal process again yeah uh that's how they reforge because it's reforging the sword guy this fucking camelot in space and it's just reforging the sword and why is this so hard for them to get right that's kind of the only thing that ryan johnson really contributed to the last jedi is it's meant to be the the, uh sword in the stone you know from the water it came back to the water it it it, it, it could be cast forth he had a conceptually beautiful visions which yeah, they're doing visions. another season. They're doing another season of Visions, I believe. So, and that's what I liked too. It was a cool mission in Fallen Order when you go to get your your Kyber crystal for the the lightsaber you're forging as you become a Jedi Knight. Like that's a really yeah. cool section in the in the game story. So, like, I don't oh, know. 100%. I I feel like they can link it back in, but um, again, I who, who am I to say beyond being a lifelong Star Wars fan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's ways to fix this, guys. Like, this is a very, very fixable series. 
Yeah, we're <laughs> probably going to do it. We're probably going to edit this thing down to 90 minutes to two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, so much of this is filler. You know, it's not that... It's not like inept. It's not. This isn't a poor show. There is worse television. Oh yeah, Halo. Yeah, yeah. Halo is worse. Um, but this, there was a vision here, but unfortunately, it's just it's mired with some poor direction, some clumsy clumsy dialogue, and ultimately, it's just the story itself is just not that interesting. You know what would have been really cool? There's nothing new, so to say. Nothing's new. It's the same shit. If um if they would have I'm gonna take a page out of your book Jesse if they would have done like a Kurosawa style like movie where it's all one location and it's after like Obi Wan's like reformed a, an army to fight Anakin and they have like their duel and it's down to just the two of them and it's just one long like conversational yeah. exchange kind of just really dour just long cutaways to wind blowing through fields as they like come in and clash at each other as they pick up enough energy like a really like warrior monk on warrior monk kind of story something like that could have done so much by doing so little as compared to stacking so much shit in here and you still have the opportunity for every cool moment that you got in this series oh yeah Yep. Can I toss in a film rescue real quick? Oh, go for it. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. That, that, that will count the, as my film rescue. <clears throat> uh, the final sword battle, before they start fighting, Obi-Wan just throws his lightsaber away and just says, I'm not going to fight you this time. Damn. And they just talk. Ooh. What if... What if they like that would have so much more fucking impact because they haven't really talked at that point. They talk... That is... They only meet twice in the whole show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two pivotal characters of the show only meet twice. So, are you doing my dinner with Andre as the oh, as the, as the ending? Yes, dude, I'm here. It sounds awesome. They just to sit me. and talk, like just talk their shit out, and then it's just, then they just go their separate ways. See, okay, and it's like I'll stay away from you if you stay away from me. This is this is exactly why it's so fucked up to have this like capitalist corporate machine making this like anti-capitalist stuff because that is the like perfect anti um like anti-toxic masculinity version that would be genuinely helpful for society that is that version versus like just observing that it's space fascism which again i i'm here for i'm not dunking on it for that reason but like you're actually saying something there jesse (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the problem is we know that they're not gonna kill each other because hey, you know it's a it's an interquel story. Nothing happens, right? So what's the point of just having another fight? There's no tension. Uh, There's literally nothing happening when you're fighting. You're no, I know that Obi Wan's not gonna die. I know that Anakin's not gonna die. Right. So you need to develop something else to work. Like you know, the Last Jedi thing. Subvert the expectations. <laughs> See, I feel like you're secretly a Last Jedi fan. You just haven't let yourself love it yet. Uh, maybe if the movie wasn't two and a half hours and the Listen, last act wasn't forty fucking minutes of nothing, you don't you don't have to love the Canto Bite stuff. I promise you. Canto Bite is possibly the most pointless thing I've ever experienced in my life. I I I, I would rather be folding laundry than watching that entire <laughs> sequence because I, I gain nothing from what you could skip that entire sequence and it changes nothing in the movie you are absolutely correct mm-hmm. uh huh what do you think I changed in my film rescue pitch 
Last Jedi Film Rescue, coming later this season. Put Oscar Isaacs in the brig. That is my only change. Like, if you change one thing, he needs to go to the brig for the movie, and it, and it could be him escaping the brig, and it's an instantly more interesting part of the movie. Oh, yeah. There, there's yeah. so many yeah. more things you could do that'll make it more interesting. That's just one of them. Well, what a good time meandering around within the uh, Star Wars IP. I can't wait to be back here again with y'all for Ahsoka, and then we can revisit some of the uh, these workshop ideas and see how close we were. <laughs> I'm all hail Ahsoka, all hail my queen woman crush, Rosaria Dawson. She will forever live on in my mind and my pants. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see if your your prediction about this being the uh, Star Wars Avengers. I'm, I'm I'm curious to see if that's how it plays out. I, I think that'll be really cool. I dude, I'm telling you, Ahsoka's it's a, fu- funny enough. Her the the her code word was fulcrum was the her rebel thing. She is the fulcrum point of this universe at that's this cool. point. That is cool. So I think that's what it is. She is the fulcrum for the Star Wars universe, and she that was her call sign was fulcrum for her rebels shit. Uh, that's my prediction. Let me see it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it happens. When is the song supposed to come out? Is it fall? That sounds uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, because we have a summer of Marvel shit. Um yeah, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, yeah I, I don't think the next thing would be till fall. Yeah, I, I, I think the big problem for me is that it just feels like flooding the market, where it's like I don't need any more Star Wars stuff for a little while. I need different oh. Star Wars stuff. I need the rest of the buffet, please. Get me away from I, I, this series of movies. You have a lot more shit back there. I know you do. Yeah. Because like Ahsoka comes out and then like right afterwards Mandalorian season three. Oh, right. Ahso- it, it's Ahsoka back to back. Ahsoka isn't coming out till twenty twenty three. Oh wow. Oh, I guess we'll get Mando season currently. three next. Uh, will be released after Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so there's probably a bunch Mando of shit to set up in Ahsoka. Three. Yeah, they're gonna do Mando season three, then give us Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Here's how we'll know if my theory's right. All right, if I'm right, then. Mando season three will be a representative of like an Iron Man season three. Let's see if he has his mask off a lot more now that he's uh, out of the out of the brotherhood and shit. I bet he takes his mask off a bunch more and I bet they pull that aspect from Iron Man three, getting him out of the suit and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is he out of the brotherhood? Yeah, he got kicked out in the at the end of Boba Fett. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah, that that, the the, uh, season 2.5 episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry like anybody you that have to skipped go... Boba what? Fett. Um, that, they, they shoved Who a couple episodes like of Mando in, Bo- in there. Who would I like to see in the Boba Fett show? Boba Fett. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, because remember they sent him on the mission. Oh, you have to go to Mandalore to the to the underground sunken place to like become one of the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he's going to resist that, take his mask off a bunch, and then get kind of pushed back into it, just like in the end of Iron Man 3. Listen, if if I'm right, I already know exactly how the season's going to go, so like, I'll see y'all next year. <laughs> <laughs> Are there Mandalorians in the sequel trilogy of Star Wars? Do they ever show up at all anywhere? Like, 
based on their history where they're at they're kind of scattered to the wind like they are they're like the jedi they're kind of a dying it it's rare to find them it's situation. a dying breed. I, I have a feeling the series is going to end with him being the last one, just kind of walking off into the sunset. I feel like that's just what it's going to be, like the last gunslinger just walking off I can see into it. the sunset. I can see it. That just, it, it just, it, sp- it feels like the most hacky, typical thing you could possibly do with this character. I mean, like, if, if if not that, because he can't affect, he can't affect the main lore of the series, like because he's right. not that big of a thing in the universe. He's just a dude. See, I, I think so. he's going to take over the seat of Mandalore. Uh, he's like he's the unassuming, the man who would not be king. You know what I mean? I I feel like that's he'll take it up. O- he'll take it over and he'll disband it. Yeah, or yeah. he could you sh- just you shouldn't have to live like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was about to say he could just do the whole like foundlings thing, but in the proper way where they don't have to be in a fucking cult. They right. can just be real people. So I think he'll take the best of both and combine it. Maybe. So, so what you're saying is this is not the way. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy, I think that's a good place to end this Star Wars conversation. Um, there's so much yeah. more Star Wars coming. I feel like we're never going to stop talking about it. So it's just like squeeze off this one <laughs> for the next yeah. one. Right. Oh, other character I'd like to see show up. Can we please get Star Killer in here already? Because we had a Star Killer moment. No. I was oh, just about. Sake, yeah, I knew. I was waiting for you to pull that one out, Jesse. Was that waiting. was. I will. For all my problems with the show, the moment when Vader just Star Killers that ship and just Dude. throws it into the fucking pavement. That's what that I'm was saying. awesome. You you don't lose any of that in like a Kurosawa movie version of this shit either. Ugh. Yes, yeah. those moments like, are stone cold. More things like that and less of. Because if you really think about it, the Reva storyline does not really affect Obi-Wan and Anakin's interactions. No, not at all. It's so fucking disconnected, and that's why it just feels like it's just shoved in. Because they want to create a new character for the universe. It's, it's, a, it's a parallel character that I'm I'm excited to see how it plays out, but like I, th- there's enough interesting shit there to do something, for sure. I, just, I didn't think we needed another Anakin type, and I think her being a defector no. is way more interesting. But maybe, maybe this is one of the situations where they need a season to set up to get to the good stuff so I, yeah, i'll give him that one we don't need another anakin type because we already have one his name is anakin <laughs> right. he's luke's dad like, we literally we literally already have this character you don't need a second one like I, I i don't need this like why is it not just the lead inquisitor the grand inquisitor being like the main villain hunting obi-wan like why do you need reva there and that's what it should like, have been is the main inquisitor just, yeah you don't need reva at all you know I like Moses Ingram. She was in the um, the Macbeth film. She's also just got cast in Lady in the Lake, the show I'm working on. There's a difference but at between same time, the actress like, and the character. Let's yeah. put it at yeah, that. Yeah, the actress is really good, but I think the, the material that she was given was just no, a little poor. It's, there's lots of first pass stuff in here. I, like, I think the main characters got all the concentration, as you know they should, because they get all the coolest lines. But it, like, if it, it 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 kind of shows how seriously Disney takes the whole woke thing. You know what I mean? It's like just enough to get people like into it, but not enough to like really learn any lessons from it. And so that's why it's so frustrating to watch as like the, the less intellectually able of us out there that think that adding black female characters is the end of the world. It's not that, but it's also not good writing. Like, and Mm -hmm. so it's hard to celebrate. If you're not gonna put in the effort, what? Yeah, what's this? The, this actress deserved better. Yeah, what's the point of doing it if it's gonna not be fully thought out? 
And like, this would sound shitty from our end if it weren't for the fact that we know from John Boyega that is how they treat people in there. Like, that is... That yeah. is, you know, kind of par for the course. It has been proven. It's just coming it full has been circle proven. again, basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I- I'm excited to see what they do with uh, her. There's a, yeah. there's a, they, she's got the makings of greatness in her, you know? <laughs> just do something interesting with it. Don't have it be like, because I, because she really does just change on a dime. Like, oh, now she's good. She's going to try to get redemption. Like, didn't you murder like thousands of people? <laughs> It's the same problem with Kylo Ren trying to get redemption at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Like, didn't you blow up like seven planets in a row? This is an, and I'm supposed to. S- this is like a regular like, issue in this universe of like you're trying to redeem Immediate this genocidal redemption. character. <laughs> Immediate redemption. That that is not how that works. I'm feeling really bad about yeah. killing kids. It's like, yeah, yeah. Why is this a revelation? Right. Oh. Oh, oh boy. Well. Anyways. Obi Wan, yeah, I agree. Solid, solid B plus. Lots of cool stuff in here. the The fan cams are happy. We got a bunch of canon coolness, so um, I can't say it's all bad. But I've I've still got problems. Yeah, launch all fighters shows. Over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I'm 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 hoping this is again just more build up for Ahsoka. That's that is what I think, and that's what I'm sticking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It, like I, I really feel like the show is also in some ways made, you know, not just a filler within the universe's lore, but also a filler between seasons of other Star Wars stuff. Like, there's nothing else coming out until Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and Mandalorian's been off season for almost two years. Now. Yeah. Like this, this it really does feel like it's a filler show. Mm-hmm. We we need more Star Wars stuff to fill times. Like here it is. Mm-hmm. Like. Right. That's what it feels like. It feels like maintain the health of the IP in order to keep people interested and keep their Disney Plus applications. Do you think they could get away with uh, Obi Wan training Leia in the Force a little bit? As like they've kind of really dropped the ball on explaining where all she picked all this up from, and I feel like they could kind of that sounds like season two. Stuff. Yeah, I feel like they could kind of get away with introducing a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. They got to introduce somewhere because they got to clean up some bullshit from the sequel trilogy. Yeah. It, it, retroactive. Like, that's what a lot of this show is. A lot of it is cleaning up horse shit from the sequel right. trilogy that everyone hated. You know? Yeah. But it's, you know, it also causes more problems of, hey, launch all the fighters. But like, we're, like, we hated the sequel trilogy for a lot of the different reasons than the hate that the prequel trilogy got. You know what I mean? Like, there's. It, it wasn't because, it wasn't because, oh, there's black or women. And it's like, that's not the problem. The problem is that there's just poor writing and everything felt like it was being made on the fly. Right. And Rise of Skywalker is a giant train wreck. Like, that was the problem. Right. It wasn't that well, they, we had issues had with like, like casting. They had like twenty different directors. They had twenty <laughs> different rewrites. I mean, the, the, it's that just... sequel trilogy. Yeah, that's that is that is filmmaking by committee, dude. That is that is called pooping your pants on screen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I'm sorry, Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> it's Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh no, man! I just, oh no, I made a mess in my pants. When when Force Awakens came out. Everybody had crafted out the way the trilogy was going to go. Like we, we all knew approximately the way that trilogy was going to go, and then we got a director who saw that and tried to trip us up for fun, which like I enjoyed. And then we got just oh no, course correct, and it's just, it's pooping your pants. Like they should have had this shit planned out to a T. They spent four billion dollars on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not pooping your pants. It's taking a shit on the stage. Dude, yeah. That, <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That whole 
That whole sequel trilogy just feels like a giant wet fart <laughs> now. Just, it, it's so pointless. It just looks like, you know, <sighs> janky construction. It looks like scaffolding that's about to fall at any given moment. You have a really nice mountain there, and then you just put a shack on top of the mountain. <laughs> this is the way. You put an outhouse. You put an outhouse on top of the mountain. Oh, oh! I, I, uh, I'm looking at the co-stars again. I forgot. I, uh, my shout-outs. Um, Benny Safdie showed up and died. That was kind oh, of cool. for yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for yes. one. Yeah, for one episode. Oh yeah, there was rumors that Ice Cube was supposed to be in the show, and that turned out to be not his true. Son. But his it son is in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ice Cube's son. Uh, yeah, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm excited to see what else he does in here. His last line in that episode felt like a big wink and nod to the audience. <laughs> I don't know if y'all got well, that. Yeah. He said, "You have more to come." Yeah, he's gonna have more to come, and I. I'm telling you, it's all linking back to Ahsoka and Rebels. It's all linking back. And then uh, Joel Edgerton. I really liked him in this. Oh, he yeah. Just, like, I think he took it a little more seriously than everyone else there. He was he was in a he was in a movie in his head. He was like, no, yeah, I'm the, I'm yeah. the gruff dad protecting the kid. Like he was yeah. in it. I loved it. Well, because he's also a director and a writer, so he's like he understands. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, don't, yeah, take it seriously. He understood the yeah. assignment. <laughs> and then, and now he F- knew the assignment. And now Flea is canon to like all the universes. So, oh god, the connected universe <laughs> of Flea is an insane place to go if you ever want to dive down that movie rabbit hole. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! I think that's it for this one. Are you all ready to sign off? Yes. I'm ready. Yeah. Thank you both yeah. for, for being here and talking about the Obi-Wans. And then we'll talk about the Mandalorian 3s, <laughs> Man 3 Lorians. <laughs> All future Star Wars to come. We'll talk about the Forsokas. Uh, <laughs> if we're, are we numbering these series yet? I guess it's like this chronology is all over the place, too. Yeah, but there's a lot that's been canceled. Like uh, Rangers of the New Republic, that's fucking canceled because Gina Carano is a massive cunt. <laughs> like that's gone. It, the Acolyte, that's shooting right now, I think. Oh yeah, that there's a bunch of that yeah. looked interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of the the High Republic stuff that they're filming, and there's also Old Republic stuff. Like this, Taika Waititi's th- apparently really does... going to take a, a comedy uh, rom com stab at Star Wars. Go for it, dude! Like I'm, I will watch anything that he makes because they'll they'll give him enough creative freedom to do whatever he mm-hmm. wants, but he's not gonna whiff it like Ryan Johnson did with Structure, <laughs> where it's a giant mess of crap. <laughs> it, it's gonna be a little more. Ad-lib. We need a casino in our world. Like, no, you literally don't. It's gonna be a little more ad lib though, and I'm expecting there to be a lot of like canon breaking in that. I'm excited for. It's the stuff that Solo should have been. Yeah. Oh, God. Release the Solo cut. Release the Solo cut. Yeah. <laughs> Release the Lord and Miller cut. Like, yeah. That's... Oh, I need the Lord and Miller cut. Oh, if they had just had the balls. Oh, uh, release do the that. Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. Apparently, that oh, exists. Yeah. Oh, no. Dude, oh, that man, man was There's in love things... with Val Kilmer. The way. Have you guys revisited that movie in, a, in recent time? Dude, <laughs> not recently. No. Joel Schumacher was like, let's fuck Val Kilmer with the camera. Like, this is going to get erotic. <laughs> There's some things I can live without. That's that's one of them. Dude, the I, I love. I'm, I'm learning to love both of those movies so much. Anyways, I'm trying to end a podcast <laughs> about Star Wars, and here I am talking about Batman, which on any other podcast yeah. I would complain about talking about. So. I think our next thing is we're going to talk about the boys. So that kind of links. Oh up. yeah, that's true. Yeah, we will we will review the boys as soon as it's done. Um, 
so far so good. Yeah. All thumbs up for this season so far. Yeah. Though. Holy we're, shit. We're not, we're not going to do mid-season analysis anymore because it's kind of pointless. Yeah. It's like, it just feels better to just do a full review at the end of the well, season because what's the point of speculating? It makes the episode out of date. Exactly. You know, there's no point in going back and listening to it True. again. Well, thanks for listening to this one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the show's fine. You can go ahead and watch it. It's fine. Just try to push your way through some of the junk in it. <laughs> yeah, there's some skippable scenes. You'll know them when you get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, apart from that, I think that's going to do it for uh, for this episode. Uh, Hope, Jesse, thank you both for being here. Always uh, of a course. pleasure. And it's going to do it for me, too. Good night. Good night. Good night. May the force be with you. <laughs>